Tonight we have guests, uh, Kevin Matusik, Todd Litke, and Dan Sponholtz. Oh, I'm sorry, Sponsholtz. Nice. Sponsholtz, yeah. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, just for you, buddy. Um, anyway, they are here tonight to talk about something that I've been excited about for a long time. Um, they have been developing a do-it-yourself CNC cutter uh, called the Rascal in... From what I understand, guys, am I correct about this? You guys are getting really close to releasing this? Yes. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, you That's even have fantastic. a logo. We do. Yeah, show the logo. logo. Yeah, well, cue the logo. Cue the logo. There you go. Cue the logo. And once you have the logo, everything's pretty much done. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, um, I, I kind of... <sighs> Mike, we haven't talked about this beforehand. I know we usually do, though. What have you been up to in RC recently? Joel, oh, by the way, Joel is not joining us tonight. Joel is uh, hes at some kind of Halloween costume party at Disney or something. something. Um, so anyway, he'll hopefully he'll be back with us next time. Um, but, Mike, can we just get into the discussion of this thing instead of, like, me saying I haven't really been doing anything RC-related for the last couple of yes, years? Yes, I, I think we should just skip right over it unless either Kevin or Todd wants to talk about how they got into RC or something. Well, if not, well, we, I say we get right into it. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get to, I've got questions. I've got a list. Wow. Yeah. He's got a list. Ooh, I've got a I'm list. scared. A list. All right. We call this the interrogation. Ah, uh, <laughs> great. Rank and sale number. So I, I, I'm, I, I'm really, I'm really glad you guys were uh, willing to come on to our podcast. Um, I, I think this is this is going to be a bit of a buzz coming up here when you guys get this thing out. I know I've been, like I've been looking around trying to figure out, you know, do I really want to build one of these things or not? And the decision I made for myself was, no, you're an idiot. Don't even try it. But. You know, I'm hoping that you guys are coming up with something that even an idiot like me can uh, can do this. Or so, me. Or or even Mike. I mean, <laughs> idiots. I mean, come on. Yeah, we're going to talk about idiots. I mean, we might as well talk about the big one. <laughs> so, um, be before we get into the specifics of the uh, the cutter, the CNC machine, um, what are your backgrounds, Kevin? Like. Where do you come? What do you do for a living? What What is your background? How did you get into the RC hobby? I'm just grabbing uh, a whole bunch of stuff and throwing it at you. I am a West Virginia coal miner. Okay. Wow, really? Yep. Yep. Uh, when I was about 13 years old, my dad, who was also a coal miner, used to work with a fellow who was also a coal miner, who had his own racetrack, and he used to race 10 scale RC cars on it. And this would have been 87 86 okay. back when rc was still pretty new you know what i mean yeah uh, and he got he got me out there and before you know it i had a grasshopper uh you know an old tamaya grasshopper right vintage uh yeah. and they had they they had classes for the little kids you know what i mean you go out there and bang around and turn marshall and stuff and the following year i ended up with an rc rc 10 graphite you know champion edition car you know which then was cutting edge you know what i mean matter of fact i think i still have that car here somewhere uh, and that I did that for until I graduated high school uh, and spent a lot of money doing it because 
you never seen nothing like a bunch of grown men trying to race over nothing and cheat and buy and steal <laughs> until you've been in the RC race car. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's no prizes, there's no trophies, there's just bragging rights, and they will cry, cheat, and steal. But then I went to college and didn't have the money or the time to do that anymore, uh, and that fell away. And I actually have a, I went to college for avionics, I have a degree in avionics. I have an associate's in electronics, and a, uh, uh, or secondary associate in electronics and associate's in avionics. Uh, and then when my son turned about, uh, I don't know, about eight, he saw the cars because I still had them and he wanted to get into that. So we got back into the race circuit. Uh, we did that for another four or five years and then I got into airplane airplanes. Cool. What was your, uh, what was your introduction to RC airplanes? Um, I should, probably should have it up right now, but I can't, uh, Daniel out in Utah. Uh, is it, it's not flight test. It's RC, uh, flight type. Hold on. I'll just find it. Hmm. Is it RC Powers? No. Uh, no, 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 no. RC Test Flight. Oh, oh, that, okay. Daniel, yeah. he he had a slow trainer back in the day. Okay. And if you look behind me, I, I still fly a variation of that plane. Uh Ooh. It was a 40-inch, uh, under-cambered wing profile plane that honestly just flies great. Awesome. Uh, uh, and I got introduced into that. And I think I, I built one, and I think I flew it four or five times. And I, as you do, you get too aggressive too fast. Mm -hmm. and I, th I think I folded the wings on it. And I, <laughs> and I think I was, at that point, I was just so tired of crashing and fed up, I gave up. Okay. Until the following spring, and I got I got started again. And then about that time, flight flight test came along, and got you know watching those guys and learning their techniques yeah. and how to do their stuff, and mm -hmm. just mushroomed. Cool. Now, so as a you're 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 you have educate formal education in electronics and avionics, so that kind of probably gives you a leg up on, you know, understanding CNC and all that nonsense that I don't understand, you know. Um, and then, <clears throat> so was it just like this desire out of like, okay, now we can build things out of foam board, uh, but it sucks to cut them by hand, which it, it really does. Um, <laughs> well, you know, where, I think where I can did this I, idea come from? I think I can speak for Todd here, you know, I mean, I'm, I was where everybody, where all you guys who are who are, are drooling over this machine now are, you know. What I mean, well, I got to print out another another thing, and I got to tape it all together, and I got to transfer the lines, and I got to cut it all out, and and it, it takes forever to build a plane. And we were listening to the uh, Crash Cast, right, mm -hmm. Todd? Yep, yep, that was Crash Cast. And those guys talk about CNC all the time. They're they've been doing it for years, and they got you know different variations of machines and. Now Lane's planes. He's got a big, big blown laser. He cuts a big, bunch of stuff with. Mm -hmm. uh, but they never tackled Dollar Tree foam board. They were okay. cutting like blue fan fold and uh, you know uh, one inch construction foam stuff like that. Uh, right. And Dollar Tree foam board has its own unique problems because of the paper that's on both sides of it. Okay. 
Yep. They just they just changed the formulation. What six months ago, Todd? The, the phone. Yeah. It's different. It's yep. different now. And and the stuff that they make now mills like butter. I mean, oh, really? It, it's 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 not even hard. I mean, it just it just happens. The old stuff was a pain to mill. Are you talking about the real fibrous, the waterproof? No, no, yeah, the, the original white uh, Dollar Tree foam board. Okay. Uh, it, the paper was real fibrous on it, mm-hmm. and it, and it would it would stick to the bit, and then the bit would start start cutting. It would start burning through the plastic, and then the plastic would glob onto the bit, and then then you're trying to cut with a globbed bit of hot plastic, and it just never ended well. Okay. Uh, Yep, no, no cutter, no cutter to the bit at all. It was just all, all bound up with paper. It was a real pain in the butt. You'd have to babysit it the whole time you cut. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, uh, it was. I don't want to get a step on Todd here a little bit, but you know, back and forth working together, uh, I actually met Todd on one of the forums. I think forums we we bumped into each other or something. Uh, we bumped. We actually we we bumped into each other. It was. Uh, yeah, I think it was a forum, or maybe it was the maybe it was the Crashcast F, uh, Facebook page. Maybe that might have been what it was, and then we just started kind of talking back and forth, and we really wanted to solve this and get it figured out because I was in the same boat as Kevin. I wanted to be able to produce airplanes for just the the clubs around here locally around me. They wanted they're all flying combat planes, and they're trying to put electrics on things, and it just was a, a big time failure. So. You know, the the bloody wonder was the was the first one I flew uh, from flight test, and um, I loved it. And I started wrapping a ribbon on it, and I started going around and chasing around all the guys up in the air with the nitro planes. <laughs> and uh, it was a, it was a lot of fun. You know, it really was a lot of fun. And I wanted to produce these foam, these make these things repeatable for the guys in the club and get them involved in it too. And uh, the CNC was the way to do it, and uh, I got tired of, like Kevin said, I got tired of printing stuff out and making little templates out of poster board and tracing it out and then having to go through and cut it, and it was a pain in the rump. Now yeah. it's kind of nice. You want to go ahead and make a kit. It takes you 15, maybe 20 minutes to go ahead and cut one out, and you're pretty oh. much all good to go. Now you're talking my language. Yeah. It, yeah. It's amazing because, like, if we would go back 20 years, we look at, think about building an airplane. I mean, this is a month-long process. Right, yeah. and a bossa. I mean, especially well, if you're at least doing a, a true, like a true builder's kit where you freaking cut the bossa out of templates, every single bulkhead and rib and all of that. Um, now we're building them out of foam board, and we just can't be bothered with printing out sheets and taping them together. I give that you an idea. Ridiculous. I give <laughs> you an idea. Nerd, Nerd Nick has got a uh, trainer that he's working on. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he, he he gave me the plans. I blew them up 130 percent, and four hours later was flying that plane. That's awesome. Wow, that's yeah. Now, there, uh, <clears throat> after building so many foam board airplanes, the just the thought of taping plans together, cutting them out as templates, and then cutting the foam board. It it just is almost demoralizing at this point. I just want to build the stupid thing. I don't want to do a paper project. You know, I don't want taping plans together. is It's awful at this point. And I laugh at that because I've been I've been flying for over thirty years. 
So I got a lot of time in. So I've spent my time building kits, and I've done a lot of scratch building and everything like that. And yeah, I chuckle. I chuckle at the whole thing. You know, the whole process of you know, oh, I don't want to cut it. I don't want to cut the foam out. I mean, it's going to take me until right. the end of the day to have a plane to be able to fly. It's like end of the day. Are you kidding me? <laughs> No, I just want to fold it, glue it together, and fly it. I don't want to be bothered by the rest. Right. And that's the truth. At this point, I built so many. I Got just it, want it, to fold it. it. it yep. Even the ones that I design, especially the ones that I design, if I'm going back and making changes, I don't want to have to cut everything again. So I am so excited to potentially have something that I can just, you know, throw what I have in a computer in there and, and then... I can fold it and fly it. It's 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 a vicious cycle, though. I mean, it, it becomes so easy to build airplanes that you won't fix an airplane. <laughs> well, yeah. you just build a new one. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll crash it. And, and, and at the end of the day, you'll take it back to the house, and you look at it, and you'll say, ah, you know, I think I want a little more angle in the motor anyway. And you'll throw it to the side, and you'll go to the computer, and you'll put three more degrees into the angle of the motor. And in 25 minutes, you'll have all the parts and pieces and you'll glue it together, and you'll have a whole nother airplane. It takes 25 whole minutes? It depends. <laughs> so, I know, I know. I try, I try to make it faster. Uh, with, and with the, with the new foam, we could probably do it faster. I still cut, I still make two passes when I, like, just because I like the way it leaves the edges, but. That's a habit. Yeah, that's a habit. And you, we part, with the new stuff, we could probably do it in one pass. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, some sheets, like when I cut a, a, a raided, uh, some of the sheets are more complicated than, than the others because there's so much more stuff on them. And a sheet uh -huh. will usually take, take 15 to 20 minutes to cut out, and the Raiden's four sheets. So inside of an hour, hour and 10 minutes, I can have all the parts and pieces to build a Raiden. Okay. That's awesome. Wow. Makes so, it nice. So now, Todd. Yeah. What, what's your background, and how did you what, – what do you bring to the CNC table – uh, let's see. I'll, I'll start with what I, what I do for a living. Um, I'm a ro I'm a robot programmer and, oh, really? uh, yeah. Automation engineer. I do oh, okay. all that stuff. I'm a machine builder anyway, from word go. Now I don't have any formal education. Um, my education's all on the job and it's all learning and smarts, I guess you could probably say. Um, I started flying model airplanes, uh, it was back in the mid '80s. I started flying, and uh, like it was just right around the right around the turn from the AM radios to the FM radios mm -hmm. is when I started flying. So um, I started with the radio control cars, like Kevin. I started with the radio control cars. If any, hey, Kevin, you might remember like the old Tyco turbo hoppers. No, yeah. Uh, actually, like I that was my first car. Was that your first the car, day. the yeah. turbo hopper? Yeah, and that's that's. That's and what we, I had. We put NICADs in it. That was a big deal. Yep. 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 And that, that's where I started. So I started with RC cars. Um, my dad at the time, he was uh, uh, learning how to fly full-scale planes. And um, so I was going and doing some airtime with him. Uh, and I learned how to fly, you know, real airplanes there. And then uh, I'm like, well, I want to get into doing model airplanes, Dad. So, and that's exactly what I started doing. Um it was probably no more than a year that I said that he, I got my first, uh, RC modeler magazine and I started, I was, my nose was glued into that. And actually I still have that first RC modeler magazine sitting in my bedroom in the, in a trunk. That's awesome. Uh, 
And uh, but you know, I, I started off flying and at a really young age, and I really enjoyed it, and um, I learned a lot from it. But then I started to get into doing. Uh, I wanted to start to design airplanes. I wanted to make my own stuff. So I was going out and I was buying planks of balsa wood from the from the corner hobby shop and uh, cutting things out and putting things together. And um, that's that's where everything really started to get into the scratch building. And you know what happens if I change this? What happens if I change that? Mm-hmm. And then I got into doing giant scales. And that was an entirely different story. You realize you got a problem when you you got two seven thousand dollar airplanes and you're looking at a six thousand dollar trailer to haul everything around. <laughs> yep. That's that's you're like, all right, you know what? I, I have a problem and I need to handle this. I'm gonna take care of. So um, I, I stopped flying for a little while, uh, just going through a bunch of family stuff. And um, when I started to get back into it. One of the guys in the club, one of the guys that actually taught me how to fly back in the day, uh, said, you need to check out a flight test. And I was kind of like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had the bloody wonder, and he was he was taken off vertically. You know, he'd sit on the tail and take off vertically, and I thought it was the coolest uh-huh. thing in the world. So I started looking, and my son was starting to fly at the time, and uh, I built the bloody wonder, and it was perfect to throw him on to go out there and have some fun with. And, yeah. You know, the rest is history. I, and I, I did. I wanted to produce planes. I wanted to make planes for everyone else. I kept telling them, yeah, go to the go to the flight test website and download the plans and, and build it yourself. And, and you know, you know everybody's, like we, like we already talked about, everybody's a little bit lazy and doesn't want to go through and print everything out and tape everything together. Right. Um, so I'm like, well, I can go ahead and actually cut it out for you by hand. And I spent a lot of time cutting stuff out by hand. And wow selling it off to people and i'm like there's got to be an easier way and i started looking at um the flat boys cnc uh, i started looking at that and i wanted to do that and um i let it sit for probably about six months and all of a sudden the ox cnc came out and i'm like that's it that's me i'm in so i started buying parts little bit by little bit and that, that's probably the best thing I could probably even suggest to anyone that wants to get into doing any type of CNC work. Definitely. Or, you know, building their own. You know, go out one week, go ahead and buy yourself the rails. Next week, go on out and buy yourself the wood. You can start cutting the wood, working on the wood. Next week, go on out and buy the motors. And you get to the point to where you won't even feel it. You won't even know that it even it even bothers you at all. You know, I, you, I, I built my machine over the course, course of a year. Okay. Yeah, I built mine over a course of uh, four four months. Awesome. It is what it is. Four months, so it, it's to try to try to get it all done in, in in one one big chunk. I think is a little bit overwhelming. I think when you start doing things piece by piece, I think that's where things kind of it, it becomes a little bit. You understand it a little bit more because you're not like you know oh, I can build this piece, oh, I can build this piece, oh, I can build this piece, and you know you're not really paying attention to what's going on. Instead, you sit there and make sure everything's right, true, and put together properly, which. You know, I think everybody should do anyway when they go ahead and build a CNC. Anyway, that's that's me and my my background a little bit and the flying background. So I got a lot of time flying, and um, I'm just a nerd anyway. So I like to <laughs> I like to build things. I got a 3D printer. I you know I got all that stuff too. So yeah. it's uh, it, it. Kevin and I always had said that the CNC CNC hobby is a is a hobby within a hobby because yes. you're flying model airplanes and now all of a sudden we got CNC. Now all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm making stuff out of, out of wood, little sign stuff out of wood for fun. And I, I make extra money with it too, with doing sign work and, um, 
just cutting stuff for people, you know, engraving things for them. It's it's a good thing. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Awesome. And Very cool. That, Very that's, cool. What, that, that, that's what I'm tied up into right now. I'm making football helmets for football moms. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, for the kids. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Helmets and footballs on with their name and their and their number and stuff on it. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, where did the the idea of the rascal come from? I mean, were you were you shooting for? We want to develop something that anybody can build, or we want to develop something sub X amount of money, or or how did it come about? Todd actually came up with the name. Todd, Todd uh, pulled that out of the air. I don't know how he came up with that, but that's actually Todd's. Uh, it's out of nowhere. Literally, it was out of nowhere. Yeah. Together, we we talk a lot. Uh, I've only met I've only met Todd face to face once. Yeah. It was a, a flight test 16. Yep, 16. Over, for a week. Uh, yep. But other than that, we talk five, six times a week. Now, were yep. you guys were you guys set up there cutting foam? Uh, 16. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. 16. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, what do you think we what do you think we cut as far as planes? I mean, we had people bringing us foam, and it was a lot of fun. First of all, for for me, it was a great test for my CNC machine because I wanted to see what the thing can do. And it ran five days straight. Yeah, we ran yeah. five days straight. Didn't have any issues or any problems. It, it ran good. So it's, you know, I was happy. It's a really reliable machine. But we cut, we, we had to cut, what, probably 150 planes? Yeah, between, between the two of us, yeah. <clears throat> between the two of us, 150 planes for people. And well, it, I, I have two of them in my basement. I've got two of the slow boats that you cut from my buddy uh, Blake Ziegler. Ah. <laughs> Sitting waiting to be built. Yeah. I, st I, st I still so thank one you. Also, he gave me one. He said, "Since you cut them all out here, yeah. have this." And I said, "Well, thank you." And then it's it's also is still sitting waiting to be built. Yes. Yeah. No. It, it's a very clean cut. It's, I mean, out of Depron, it did a nice job. Yep. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so that being so, said, Dollar Tree foam board is just the start of it. I mean, you can cut so many things. You can cut Depron and uh, fanfold foam and you know, plywood and. Delron and MDF and acrylic and uh, HDPE and I mean the list goes on. Can you cut thin sheet balsa? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Cool. Carbon fiber? Not with a rascal. Okay. And I'll tell you why because the beam is too long. Okay. There's, there's too much flex and that length to cut something that rigid. Okay. Now, if you made it, if you want to, after the after this whole thing blows, you want to make a small version of the rascal. All the parts and pieces would fit; everything would work. The only difference would be the beams would be shorter, and you could cut Makes carbon sense. fiber with that. Cool. That'd this be the is, little rascal. This is yeah. little yeah. rascal. Yep. This is HDPE. This is a sheet of HDPE. This is this is a clone of the HMB. Okay. I, I literally just got online and found all the measurements and, and, and chalked it up. That's cool, man. And is HDP what they build the uh, HMB out of? Yep. Yep. This yep. is a, a, a tricopter out of HDPE. Very large oh, try. Sweet. See, that's the beautiful thing about this, guys, is uh, once you have a machine that you can go ahead, once you understand how, it, how to program it and how to make it work. So. 
Patrick, you're going to have to learn a little bit of software and, you know, the design end of things. And then, uh, you know, you're going to have well, to learn how to program. I'm, I'm good with CAD. I'm, I'm, I, can, good. Oh, I can do AutoCAD all day long. Then you get half There's the battle. No problem there. Half the battle's done, brother. Half the battle's yeah. done. The rest of it's going to be actually learning how to program a CNC. The nice thing is, is there's a lot of software out there that uh, is already available that you just go ahead and point and click. And yeah. uh, I need an outside cut, inside cut. I need a hole here. I need a hole there. And there is you basically set your zero. Fire. Yep. Yep. And then you can go ahead and press play and, uh, you know, you're off and cutting. Awesome. So it, it's, it's simple. It's simple. And you laugh about, you, you laugh about the little rascal comment. We've talked about the little rascal. <laughs> That's something that Kevin and I and, and Dan and uh, Nerd Nick have talked about. We've all talked about the possibility of a little rascal. Yeah, right. We we should mention that Nerd Nick is uh, Nick Lechner. 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 He's he's also helping you guys in the development of this. Yes. Um, yes. So shout out to Nick. Um, he's been around in the community pretty uh, prominently for a few years now. Um, yeah. Now speaking of you know people, how did you come across? Dan and and how how did you get him involved? Because he he's kind of a busy guy. I'm just wondering how you guys enticed him into this. Because when you get when Flight Fest Flight Fest Flight Test releases a set of plans, you get the plans that are designed to print and tape together and lay out and cut. And yep. Dan does a really nice job of putting those plans together. Yes, he does. They are nowhere near CNC friendly at all. Okay, because with with all the, the 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 hash marking and all the extra lines and the colors that he puts in to make it, you know, easier to cut, that is a distraction when you're trying to program it for a CNC machine. Right. So we found ourselves going to Dan, saying, "Hey, Dan, you know, can is there any way you can get us the original DXFs so we can we can you know program these planes and, and fly them ourselves?" And he's mm -hmm. yeah, and and rightly so. He said, "Let me talk to Josh." first and make sure that's okay because he didn't want to step on anybody's toes so he went to josh and josh said yeah that's that's fine so dan has been hooking us up with plans back and forth and uh we actually have a, a messenger group it's just the four of us and it's been mm -hmm. the four of us for how long todd oh that's over a year i think gotta be over and, a year and we're back and forth with different ideas and how you doing look at this and and mm -hmm. i'm working on this and you know and different stuff and it was only natural that when Todd and I decided to to do the rascal that we brought those guys on board, because uh, because they're like you, they want a CNC machine also. Yeah, uh, we all do. <laughs> and uh, you know, being that the group of people that we are, um, we are in it for the long haul. You know, we are in it for the community. We're not in it for ourselves or to make money. You know, uh, when you look at the building materials for the rascal, you're going to find out in a hurry that. It's as cheap as I can build it okay. with, with, with a degree of quality, right? Because when Todd and I have talked about this a lot, how cheap can you make a CNC machine? Well, you can get online and, and you can see where someone's taking apart two Blu-ray uh, 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 players and they're using the slides and glides and, and they're building for like $16, right? Is that yeah. something you really want to cut airplanes yeah. out with? Probably not. You know what I mean? You know, so there's a, a degree of quality, something that's that, – I want people that when they, they have this machine, it's not going to just fall apart on them, right? Right, and right. It's something that's made out of good quality components that are you know, tested and proven over the long haul. Have been in, people have been using it for a long time, you know. But at the same time, and I, and I hate to say, un, be un-American about this, but you can buy a lot of stuff from 
you know, eBay and, and China and Hong Kong and, and AliExpress and dirt cheap. Right. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, my dollar just as means the same to me as it does everybody else, right? Right. So, you know, as long as as long as the shipping is, you know, equal and the and the, or, the apples are apples and the oranges are oranges, you know, everything is, is great. And and that's one of the things that we want to convey as the rascal takes off. You know, we're gonna present a build uh, a list of build materials and all the list all the links that were we bought them from. Okay. But that but that's a living list. It's a live living list. There's nothing to say that somebody, you know, Joe Schmo out in Utah is building one of these machines. He says, Hey, I found this item for, for ten dollars cheaper than you guys are, are have found it. You know? Well, Joe Schmo, by all means, should give us the link. You know, yeah, we'll we'll, right. we'll we'll update the list and that'll be the new go to place to, to buy this, you know what I mean? Right. So let me ask, are you developing something that you were going to sell? And if so, what exactly are you selling? We're not. The only thing that I'll be selling, and I think Todd, Todd hasn't committed to this yet. Uh, I'll be selling the wooden wooden plates. That's it, huh? I'll um, be I'll be hopping in and doing doing the wood stuff too. I'll be cutting with my CNC machine as well. So now, um, okay. How long how long has this thing been in development? A year. Yeah, year. you want to know what, Kevin? But I think it's, it's a little more than a year. Than a year. Yeah, because I know I've Fred, Fred Provost has been, he's throwing little jabs at you guys every chance he gets, and it's been longer than a year that he's been doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love Fred. Yeah, um, give it to me for free. I'll test so, it out for you. I'll help promote it. Right, it for free. Right. I'll tell people it's, it's pretty done good. Yet? Right? Yeah, Is that so, mine? So you guys have been developing this thing for over a year now, and you're you're not really selling anything, which which is is fantastic on your end, but also, you know, wow, you guys, I I think you guys would have something that would be somewhat marketable here, and you could make a little bit of money off of, I think. But but the fact that you're just willing to do all this work and then give it away is, is fantastic of you. Thank you. I I, I, yeah, thank you. I, I, I think the thing here is is this is this is for this is what Kevin and I wanted. We wanted it for the community, right? I I, I know I want personally. I want I want to see what what people can do with it. I want to see you use it, design, build, and I want to see you fly it. It's just like it's just like our little little phrase we got on the on the logo. You know, uh, we want you to be able to design it, build it, and fly it. I want I, tell you the truth. I want to see what you can what you can design, so I can go ahead and try to fly it too at some point in time. Just because I want to see what different come, you know, what what you guys can make different. Um, I cool. want to see what can be done, um, not only for the CNC machine itself, what kind of add-ons you can add on to it, um, what you, what can be developed there on the CNC machine, but also for the foam and for the flying. And you know what, guys, this can really go well beyond you know, hey, I want to go ahead and build an airplane. You know what? Halloween's coming up. You'd be amazed that you can go ahead and actually design up in the computer, cut it out of cut it out of Dollar Tree foam board, glue it together, you know, for Halloween and for Christmas and for you know whatever holiday yep. you want that's coming up. And um, I, I did a uh, I did a, a, a company the logo for one of my buddy's companies. I made it out of the Dollar Tree foam board. I lit it up. Cool. And uh, I just glued it together. He's got to sit in above his desk, and he absolutely loves it. Everybody at his, at his work drools over it. <laughs> so you know, it's 
there's a lot that can be done with these with this machine and a lot done just in general and a lot that can be made uh, down the road i mean a lot of stuff that can come up later on down the road for everyone so um it's a part of the hobby that i know that i enjoy i know kevin enjoys it too it's just it's all sorts of fun i mean look what kevin's got there what do you got there kevin just a little fev caddy Oh, cool. Oh, look at that. Here, hang on a minute. Let's that get is your cool. camera. And you can, uh, you know, it, it's just, I designed this up in 15 minutes and had it cut out in another, another 15. It, 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 that's the beauty of, you know, and the 3D printer is the same kind of thing. If you can dream it, you can build it. You know what I mean? Todd and I were sitting around one day talking about, you know, and at, at that point we had it figured out. We, we were cutting out airplanes and it was it got to be a very repeatable process and we were uh, I was designing my own stuff and Todd was doing his thing and you know, we're still back and forth talking you know this that and the other and at some point I can't remember if he told me or I told him hey you know what this is so great wouldn't it be great if everybody could do this you know if everybody had this ability to just cut at will to design awesome. at will. so we got talking about about a machine and how cheap could you build a machine and not how cheap but how cheap could you build a machine that was a quality uh hobby grade machine you know we and i i can't stress that enough we don't you can build them a lot cheaper than the rascal is going to be they're by no means you can take all kinds of shortcuts and build a machine cheaper than the rascal is going to be but for the money you can't build a machine cheaper than the rascal is going to be for quality it's extruded, it's extruded aluminum rails. It's steel V bearings. It's NEMA 23 and NEMA 17 stepper motors. Um, it, I mean, it's stainless steel pulleys and belt cogs. It, I can't build it any cheaper than 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 the rascal's going to be. And like I said, hopefully, you know, we get this thing running and people start sourcing parts from different places. And because truly, I'm an industrial electrician. I work in a coal mine. I don't have the exposure that other people have to different industries and different items. Maybe, you know, maybe somebody else can find source something cheaper, better, or maybe redesign something. Maybe we can come up with, you know, right now we'll be using a power supply that's 48 volts and or 12 or 24 volts. Maybe somebody can find a multi-tap power supply that it that does the job at once. I don't know that, you know. It, okay. It, and the Todd and I are excited to see what happens, you know. Boom. Here it is. Right. Here it is. Well, Speaking yeah. of it, can you give us some specs on the machine? Like, wh what cutting size are we talking about? Just give us an idea of what we're looking at here. It's going to have a cutting bed roughly 32 by 32, give or take. Okay. Um, so you'll be able to cut uh, a sheet of uh, foam, you know, either way. Uh, and the reason we went that size is the beam that we, we're – uh, there's no secrets. We're we are buying the C beams or extruding beams from Open Builds. Okay. The same the same people who who sell the aux, uh, and and that those beams come in one meter lengths. Okay. And it was just easy, just to three buy three one meter beams, and make a machine a meter square. And that's a good sized machine. So it's it's it, so it's big enough to cut Dollar Tree foam board. It's big enough to cut big sheets of hdpe it's big enough to cut uh, uh what's the uh the boat 
uh, this the plane that you told me. Um, the sliver. Depron. 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 It's big. You can cut big sheets of Depron with it. You can cut big sheets of uh, fan fold with it. You know, I've got sheets of uh, of, of uh, Elmer's board here that's three foot by three feet square. You could cut that with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's it's big enough to cut big things. We wanted awesome. to, we wanted to be more than just just a, a foam cutting machine. We wanted it to be. Um, we wanted you guys to be able to slap on a piece of plywood and and cut out motor mounts. Right. That's what we wanted you guys to be able to do. So to be able to have that flexibility, um, it makes the machine more versatile and more useful to the to you. That's yeah. going to be able to run that thing. Because last thing, last thing I want is you guys to be able to sit there and say, you know, man, I got this foam cutting machine. I wish I can go ahead and cut this sheet of plywood. I wish I could do this and I wish I could do that. Um, so we made sure that we made it we made it large enough. And one of the things that we're also going to have that's going to be out there for you guys too, um, that we're going to have plans for, um, is the we're going to be developing. I'm in the process right now of working on a, a vacuum table that oh, cool. uh, is just made out of one inch uh, one inch foam insulation. Construction foam. Yeah, just construction foam is all that it is. So you guys will be able to hook a vacuum cleaner up to it and. I, I, nothing special. I'm using a $5 vacuum cleaner I got from a garage sale um, that I used to, to create the vacuum on my table. And I've been using it now for the past uh, past couple of years. And um, it works just fine. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm worried about my dollar bill too, just like everyone else. So, you know, we're going to go ahead and do it cheap. And, but that's all things that are going to be shared with the community as well. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I, uh, I use my shop vet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no, nothing wrong with that. No, shop that no, works beautifully. Yeah, absolutely. You'll, um, but you'll get you'll run into the place where you you won't want to take your your vacuum table apart to use your shop back. Right. Yeah. That That's that that could be a problem. So you'll go to the Goodwill or a, <laughs> a a yard sale, or you'll rescue an old vacuum cleaner out of a dumpster somewhere because all your <laughs> all you all you want is the suck part. You don't care about the rest of it. That's right. Nope. The one I have yeah. is you see my wife's old vacuum cleaner that she threw in the basement, and I literally cut the top of it and cut the bottom of it off, and I was just concerned with the motor and suction part, and I hot glued the the hose to the top of it, <laughs> and it now now I I have I have muffled mine because the thing that you're going to run into with when you start doing this is sound, you know, mm. run a vacuum cleaner for for for, for four hours, <laughs> Oof. right. So I built a plywood box, half-inch plywood box, and put regular fiberglass insulation inside of it and made a, an enclosure to put this in. Now, I had to put a couple computer fans in it to pull the heat out of it because okay. whenever you whenever you use a vacuum for that, you're basically deadheading the vacuum. It's not sucking any air. It's just right, creating yep. the vacuum and holding it. So it has no air to cool it. It creates a lot of heat. So you got to pull that heat out of that box. But my box now... When the machine, you can stand next to the CNC machine cutting a sheet of foam, and you'll hear the, the stepper motors running, and you'll hear the, the the slight hum of the of the uh, the backing table. You won't hear the spindle, but you can stand next to it and carry a conversation on like this. Oh wow, that's fantastic. So, what kind of cost are we looking at here to build this thing? Right now, we're looking at about four hundred and seventy, four hundred seventy-five dollars. That's good. Now, now there's going to be some shipping that we have we haven't included. We haven't a lot of the items you're going to buy are shipping included. 
But okay. some of the items, like the open build stuff, there's going to be some shipping involved. The stepper motors, there's going to be some shipping involved. Uh, I haven't worked the shipping up yet. Todd, have you any idea where that shipping is? No, no, I don't know what the shipping cost is. I, 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 I throw a number out there. It's going to be between 45 and $60 in shipping, probably. Okay. Probably these, about fair. Because some some of these items are big, right? Like like the meter-long beams that come in the mail, right? They don't right. ship those for free. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so for about $475, you're going to have to build a CNC machine that, that you're going to buy a, a bunch of parts is what you're going to do. Okay. Now, what kind of knowledge background or skill level do you think somebody will need to assemble this thing? If you can put together a foam airplane, you can put together one of these CNC machines. All right. I'm in then. We've yeah. we've, uh, we've actually worked quite hard to make sure that we tried to keep it as simple as possible. So uh, you don't have to have any big time tools or anything or, uh, you know, grinders or having to do anything like that to be able to make some of the parts that need to be made um i'd nick, like go ahead dan nick's going to be doing a build video for the community for yes. the rascal so um you know kind of in the style of of his build videos you'll be able to follow along and watch the video to do that and one of the reasons that i came on board to help help out with the project is I'm basically going to be going through and 3D modeling the entire uh, machine and then putting together exploded assembly views and assembly instructions, um, like 2D assembly instruction views and stuff to kind of help with uh, the assembly of the machine then too. Wow. that That's fantastic. So you're going to have a build video and an instruction manual of sorts. Right. The manual is probably going to follow after the release because... You know, I've got a few other things on my plate, as you may well know. I can't imagine <laughs> that at all, Dan. Yeah. Right, right. So, I mean, that's going to follow the release, uh, but it will it will follow. We will have uh, a manual that you can follow along and, um, you know, look at the assembly instructions and the pretty pictures and try and put the machine together that way, too, which should kind of be an aid or a guide to help along with the video um, to help people put these these things together awesome yep. so correct me if i'm wrong dan but you'll know you'll have every bolt and every spacer and every washer and every nut as it slides through the machine right that is the plan yep fully okay. assembled full 3d model um, so, with, so without without the video you should be able to put it put it together with it with your correct explosive. yep that's the goal so okay. so, so, dan's, so dan's doing the uh the directions Mm -hmm. uh, nerd uh, Nick is going to do uh, a build video. I'll be doing complimentary builds videos for the electrics involved, setting up the the drivers and the control boards and the wiring, and all the other. Uh, and that'll get your machine built, and you'll have a machine. Awesome. And that's not where it ends. We never want to leave somebody there. So okay, I've got a CNC machine. Now what do I do? Right. To follow that will be. Uh, videos about uh, SketchUp and SketchuCam. There'll be videos about uh, Todd will do the vacuum table and different attachments, uh, you know, and this is how you how you run the machine, right? This is how you find zero and this is how you, you know, place an item and because it's not hard by any means. It's just something that people don't know anything about because they're not exposed to it. Well, it, it, it's intimidating to me for that very reason. I mean, the, the assembling of it doesn't bother me a bit. It's okay now that I have it assembled. What the heck am I going to do with it, and how do yeah. I make my 
CAD drawing, talk, you know, how do I get that into the rotor head cutting something? I, that's, I have no idea. Well, we're yeah. going to help everybody but you, Pat. Well, that's part of the course. I tell you what, um, Kevin and Todd, just message me your personal cell phone number so I can call you when I need help. I didn't hear. Did he say something there? I didn't quite hear him quite well. Did he come through? Yeah. 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 Is this thing on? Yeah, right? Yeah. No, but our yeah. goal is our, our, our goal is to be here for the long haul. Uh, we don't want to awesome. we don't want to leave anybody hanging. Originally, the goal originally the goal was is for a 14 year old kid who's interested in the hobby could, could save up money from birthdays or Christmases. Or maybe he's got a, a grandparent that's willing to, to fund this this venture could build mm -hmm. one of these machines in his basement or his rec room or or whatever. And learn to use it. And, and you know, this goes this. I don't want to say I'm involved with FT STEM because I'm not, but this is kind of in that same neighborhood, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. it is. We, yep. we, we, we want young people and we want old people. We want all people to, to be able to learn and, and create and, and use this as a tool. We, 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 and we have kicked around the idea and I'm not sure of the details or how it's going to work of a G code library, right? which means flight flight tests release the aardvark right some crazy new plane right <laughs> the day it released there's g-code available wow right so you load the g-code in your machine you load a sheet of foam and you push play and well, that'll be that'll be dan's job 20 minutes later you got an aardvark <laughs> that you have to glue together right so, okay, now hopefully Josh Bexler's listening so he can start developing that aardvark so we can get that out there. <laughs> I want one. I hope it sucks up in. It sounds really cool. I think I want one too. But that's, well, yeah, and, now, and, that's a long-term goal. Yep. And, and I want to say thanks, guys, for, you know, thinking of the community because that's, you know, one of the reasons why we even do the show is to try to bring something back to the community. And here we are. I think bringing you guys something, you know, uh, you know, you guys bringing something to the community that uh, that a lot of people will use and and not cost a ton of money and and be able to get other people in the hobby as well. And I think that's what we all want to do. So so congratulations to you guys for doing something that's that's really to me given a lot to the hobby. Thank so, you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, really. I I'm I can't tell you how excited I am for this because you know I, I I've thought about you know going about and figuring out how to build one of these by myself one you know someday and i, I you, think i could get it done but it'd be miserable have, and, you looked, and, have you looked at the competition not really no i hey, have todd or todd what's a uh a phone casualty machine cost these days uh oh what was that it was uh what was this little 4500 oh yeah <laughs> oh was that what it was? Was it forty five hundred for? I, God, so you guys are like at the tenth of the cost. I, you know, I, I don't. I don't pay that much for cars. Uh, <laughs> Trust me, I can. I can vouch for that. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the next car cost? Like twelve hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah, right around fifteen hundred. Yeah. What? What's a full blown ox? Nine or a grand? You're going to be right around thirteen hundred bucks, fourteen hundred bucks. Uh, to build it, I think my machine. Now, mind you, I used to work for a machine shop, so I had all my aluminum pieces already all machined for me. But um, 
you know, it was it was right around eight nine hundred dollars to to make mine. Uh, and I've got a Gat, well, I've got a Gat machine, and I've probably got twelve or thirteen of mine when I put it together. Wow. So, okay. So, to do what we want a CNC machine to do for the hobby, this is, like I said, good luck trying to trying to beat me. Good. I right. I, yeah. I hope someone can build it cheaper than I did. I really do. Nice. I I say this with regret because I'm not there yet. Matter of fact, we just we just went through a a, a major change to upgrade the motors on on the Rascal from NEMA 17s and NEMA 23s because it didn't have enough torque. Mm. I want the Rascal to be self-replicating. Now, what does that mean? It means it you put together a Rascal, and you buy the plates from me or Todd. It doesn't matter. Or somebody else. The plans are going to be out there. You know somebody's got a CNC machine that would be happy to cut the plates for you? By all means, let them cut the plate. I'm not in it for the money. Matter of fact, I'm probably going to have so much that I'm going to be asking people to cut plates. Yeah. You, you put together a rascal. Your buddy wants to build a rascal. You should be able to cut his plates on your rascal. Okay. Oh, yeah, awesome. did you mention that already too? That the plans for all the wood parts, all the uh, proprietary designed parts for this machine, were the free the plans will be out there for free for anybody to download and and cut their own. Yeah, you can print them out and put them, you know, tape them to a piece of plywood and use a reciprocating saw and go ahead and cut out what you need to cut out. Drill some holes and you you can do it all by hand if you want to. Um, you're going to be buying a piece of plywood anyway because you're going to have to. You got the bed, it's a yeah, plywood yeah. bed, or, so you're going to have all the stuff right there. Yeah, uh, next door on an MDF bed, you could go that route. Yep, you can go. You that could route too. you could cut the rascal out of MDF. You could do the whole thing on MDF. There's nothing okay. wrong with that. It would be yeah. just as probably just as strong, uh, and huh. you know, use it'd be just as 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 usable. You can also cut it out of aluminum. If you can get you access can. to some aluminum pieces, you, you can, can make it out it. of aluminum. You could cut it out of aluminum. Yeah. You can and by the way, boys, and put threaded rods on it. Yep. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways you can go. And that we were talking about that foam casualties machine. I'm looking at it right here. Uh, three thousand seven hundred and ninety-five bucks is what it is for the foam casualties machine. They have a nice machine. It's nice. Um, it, it, and to be fair, it does more than the rascal will do. Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's got can, a wire cutter on it. It's got a wire cutter okay. on it. Kevin and I just got into a conversation. What was it last night? We were talking about wire cutters, Kevin. Yep. yep. And um, the shop that I used to work at, the the fab shop that I used to work at, we would uh, we'd cut a lot of foam. And um, for airplanes, when I when I would do a a foam core wing on an airplane, I would cut the root i would go ahead and make the root template i'd make a tip template and i would just go ahead and cut right on around it by hand i think mm -hmm. i can you can build a hot wire for like 15 bucks i think if you really want to with the power supply and you know the bow and everything i mean it's cheap and easy to do yep so i don't i, I look at a uh, a cnc hot wire if you're going to produce something repeatable and you're going to do a whole bunch of them eh, by all means go ahead and make something like that but Otherwise, why not use your CNC machine to make your, your root template, your tip template, and go ahead and have a buddy come on over and just go ahead and run a wire over it if you really want a foam core wing. Yep. Just as easy. Yep. 
Agreed. I'm on the X-Carve site right now, Todd. Oh, yeah? And, what do we got? And an Inventables X-Carve is $1,600. There you go. And now, does that include the router? I don't know that. I would probably say it doesn't because that's got a DeWalt router, I think, that uh, or DeWalt-ish. Spindle and mount, it says. So it does come with a spindle. It, look, it looks like a DeWalt router. It does. Okay. Very which, good. Which is going to be crazy loud. Uh, you know what? The, De <laughs> the DeWalt router. Now, I just went to a DeWalt router. Um, the DeWalt router actually is its pretty quiet compared to some of the other ones. I was using a uh, router from Menards. I think I, I got it on sale for 29 bucks. I want to say I was running it for a while. That thing got loud. Uh, the bearings got bad, and that thing just screeches and make all sorts of noise. But um, I think that that it shows the versatility of the machine um, of just just the CNC in general, and not so much the Rascal. But the the Rascal we're going to have we have our own spindle, or well, the China spindle that we're going to that we have in our parts list there that you can go ahead and use. But um, if you're going to use a router, I mean, you can use an actual router, uh, your Bosch router, your uh, your DeWalt router, whatever you want to wind up using. If you can go ahead and make a holder for it, you're pretty much good to go. You can throw it on there. You could put a Dremel on it. Yeah, you can put a Dremel on it. You got a Dremel already laying at home. You don't want to go ahead and spend the money for the for the spindle. Well, you can go ahead and use your Dremel. It's just cool. the, the thing is, is that's going to be on the builder to go ahead and make those parts and i hope that when they make those parts that they share them with the community as well so somebody else out there can go ahead and utilize some of that cool yeah i got a question off of uh youtube right now it says uh will there be ways to upgrade the rascal to have all the fancy features absolutely yeah there you go absolutely we we we're going to give you the rascal as a three three axis milling machine without bells and whistles now, you want to put the homing switches on it? Not a problem. You want to put end stops on it? Not a problem. You want to put a uh, uh, a plate to, to find your Z? Not a problem. Uh, you want to get rid of the belts and you want to put threaded rod on it? Not a problem. It's it's enough of the essential items that you could run the rascal for a year and decide. You know what? I need a bigger machine and you could tear the rascal apart and you could use 70% of the items that, are, that we use to put together to build your second machine with. Nice. It's going to be the gateway drug of CNC. Machines. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And the, you know, the cool thing is too, guys, is you can, after you go ahead, if you decide you're going to go ahead and build the rascal and you're going to do it all by hand rather than actually purchasing the, the wood parts, the CNC parts from Kevin or I, if you're going to cut those out by hand. You can go ahead and cut those out, put the thing together, and then CNC your parts out that you want, that you want to wind up replacing. Kevin ended up doing that with his uh, GAT machine. Yeah, I cut all them out by hand the first, the first go round. Nice. Cut them out with a jigsaw and a circular saw and a drill. Put it all together and got it as square and as true as I could get it. And then cut the second machine out with that machine. Huh. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's the cool thing about this. It really and is. That was part of Skynet. And now it's a part of Sky. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he chased me the other day. I don't know why. Mm. <laughs> Turned on for no reason. Yeah. 
so it is a three-axis machine, so you can actually mill something 3D if you wanted to. Two and a half D. Yeah, two, two and a half, half D. D. Okay. You can't cut under, right? Okay. So if you were to cut a sphere, a ball, you'd have to cut half, two halves and glue it together. Gotcha. Because you couldn't okay. go under it. Gotcha. Makes sense. Yeah, you right. can do quite. A, you can do quite a bit with it. It's a, it's a definitely capable machine, um, especially for I, sitting at home in the garage. It's honestly, capable. I, I thought it was. I thought it was just the two-axis machine. I, I kind of surprised that you actually have that third mm -hmm. axis in vertically. Yeah, I didn't. Cool. I didn't realize that either. Well, well you have you to. Yeah, you have to have it because uh, you, you want to be able to do. Cuts. Yeah. Yeah, your score cuts. Like I, I yeah. this, is, this is the cub. Here we go. I got more show and tell. You know, this is, I just cut this um, today. You know, I, I got a 50% cut in there, so it'll go ahead and it will, it'll pop right up. So you can go ahead and, and peel all your, you know, take all your scrap away there for your fold lines and everything like that. You can do all that stuff right there. So, and uh, this right here is just uh, like, that's a simple scoring right there. Just so I know when I put the, the piece that goes on here. The it's little, a reference, reference little, line. It's yeah. a reference mark is all that it is. And um, that's one. One of the nice things about it, you know, about having that extra, about having that Z-axis hey, on there. Hey, hey, Todd, don't put that down yet. How big of a bit did you use to cut that? Oh, you know what? I think that that's, uh, you know, it was that it was that bit that we were using that. Um, it's that bit that we were using that flight fest. Um, what is that? Point uh, eight of a millimeter or something like that. Yeah, it's like. Uh, it's like 60, a point eight. What is point eight millimeter? Right, exactly. <laughs> small. <laughs> it's small. It's small. Like yeah. thirty seconds. Point oh three. Yep. Point oh three. There you so, go. So. Yeah. So, but you know, and there's been some controversy, and uh, I don't. I hate to even bring it up about how a spindle won't cut the things that you want to cut, and on a Darcy foam board airplane, and you can look at what Todd's done there. Uh, he, and it's it's got the job done, you know what I mean? It's, it it's done everything just fine. Um, the biggest thing I always hear about is when people talk about it cutting into this, uh, like the V coming mm. down. Um, it it does pull the paper away when it comes down and goes back up. It'll pull the paper away, but it's on the scrap. Or it's all a matter of process, right? If you when you go ahead and you program the cnc machine itself you can say i want you to cut from the end in so you're actually cutting into the middle of the v but once you do that you're pretty much you know you're good to go you're not going to tear any paper and it's going to be fine but i mean this is my first go around with this particular plane and as far as running it on the That's cnc machine and it's perfect it's perfect it's i, cool. I, I want to build it <laughs> i'm ready to build it <laughs> it's a fun little plane you'll like it it's a great plane. Yeah, you know, it's. I've been so busy with work, and um, I've, you know, you want to, you, you guys talk about, uh, you know, what you've done in RC in the, in the past week or the, since the last show. <laughs> I I've flown probably this year five times. I think probably four. Oh, you or five beat me. Times. Yeah, yeah. I'm being <laughs> but it's just busy. Just been just been so busy with work and everything like that. So that plane has been programmed. I got the I got the plans um, 
uh, was it Craig Sigman? Is that his name, Dan? Um, yeah, Sigman, Sigman, Sigman? Sigman something like that. I, yeah. Sorry for ruining your last name, but it's happened yeah. to me so many I'm, times that I'm, I'm get no, over I'm it. no better. I'm no better. Um, <laughs> I, I've talked to him quite a bit, and um, he had he already had these things already all done up. The plans already done up because he was using the CNC machine where he works, which is yep. a, a high school. At I the believe. school district. Yep. Yeah, he was using the CNC machine there. He just handed me the file. He's like, "Oh, here you go." And um, he pre he he learned how to program it pretty well. I know I talked to him quite a bit um, on how to program and how to get things done, and he got it done. And uh, he produces some pretty nice planes when he goes ahead and, and makes a kit. You know, when he wants to build something. So he handed me that for the Cub. Um, it was in the spring. And 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 that in itself is the reason you should build a, a rascal. Right. Yeah. Because I know that once in a while I get on uh, RC groups and I'll look through the different stuff and you can get into some stuff that's 10, 20 years old pl planes that people have built that the plans are there, but no one builds them anymore. Right. What if you could create G code for all those planes and create a library? Get oh, wouldn't that be fantastic? And, and, and you do what Todd did. Say, hey, I need to cut this plane. I don't have to program nothing. Here's the G code everybody's access is the same everybody's y-axis and x-axis and everybody's zero is the same on every machine because we do it purposely that way put the piece of foam in turn the vacuum table on turn the machine on load program hit go done off and, off and running what's that uh what's that website that does all the 3d print um thingiverse oh, thingiverse. Uh, thingiverse yeah we, we should have a cnc verse CNC <laughs> that just really doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't. CNC verse. We're working. It's it a work in progress. We're working it out. Yeah. Rasky verse. Rasky verse. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so perfect. Four hundred and seventy-five dollars for a CNC machine. Uh, I want to justify that. What does a store-bought plane cost if you were to buy one tomorrow? Oh, depending on what you get. I mean, most of them go from 129 up to, you know, four or $500. How many of those do you have to buy before the rascals paid for itself? Uh, one. <laughs> Honestly, with as many as I have, I could have, I could have bought a rascal 20 times already. Right. Yeah. Then... It's not the way it goes too. I mean, it seems like you could definitely blow a lot of money into it, you know, and you know, yeah. the thing is too, this goes this goes beyond you know your foam airplane um the the quadcopters the tricopters um that was another another reason why i i wanted to build yeah. the cnc tricopter frames i like messing around with tricopters i like tricopters and uh i like going to the store paying three bucks for a piece of plywood and then just bringing it home setting it down on the table and 15 minutes Great. later i got all the parts and yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and you know what you fly it one time and you go it needs a square part right here, and you, yeah, you find yourself programming and cutting it and taking, taking a perfectly good quadcopter that flies just fine and taking it to clear apart and throwing the frame away and putting it on, you know. You know you get a problem when you buy a Dollar Tree foam board by the case. Yeah. When you go to the Dollar Tree and you say, "I'd like a fresh box, please," and they go, "What? A whole twenty-five box? I'd like a whole twenty-five box, please." And they go, "Okay, what are you gonna do with that?" And you pull your phone out and you say, all right, look. And you start swiping through the pictures and, and the videos. And you're like, oh, that's really cool. 
That's the other thing I think we should probably talk about too, Kevin, is uh, the foam board. Like the like the foam um, from the old Dollar Tree foam board to what the new stuff is, right? And then to the water-resistant foam board. Water-resistant foam board is awesome. That stuff cuts beautifully. Um, what's your spindle speed that you use, Kevin? 5,500. 50, 50, uh, he's cutting at 5,500. That cub I that just showed you? I cut that. My my slowest speed I have on my on my Dewalt router is like ten thousand RPM, and it turned out just fine. It turned out beautiful. Now, if I would have done that with the old Dollar Tree foam board, as we talked about before, it would have been all balled up, and it probably would have tore the paper. It would have been probably scrap. Even mess. Even yeah. The the new Dollar Tree foam board, since they've replaced the paper, they changed the paper on there. All this stuff cuts so much easier, so much easier. So you can go through the time and say that, hey, I want to have a drag knife or I want to have a laser or you want to run the needle to go ahead and cut everything in the needle cutter. Those all those are all great ways of trying to be able to do it. Um, but it's all going to produce the same thing, right? You're going you're gonna to get the same thing. The laser cutter, you're just going to go ahead and cut stuff with laser then there you go you want to do a 50 percent cut you pull the voltage back a little bit there you go we need to talk about lasers while you're on that subject oh uh, yeah yeah all right you go La lasers and sharks lasers and sharks <laughs> um lasers um that's probably one of the biggest questions that we get is you guys gonna put a laser on it and um it takes quite a bit of power to be able to cut dollar tree foam board it really does. It takes it takes a lot of power. I got a two and a half watt diode laser that I use just for engraving wood on my CNC machine. It does a beautiful job. I can cut poster board with it, um, but you're not going to cut Dollar Tree foam board. And I don't know of a diode laser out there that you can just strap onto the machine and cut Dollar Tree foam board. The biggest one I saw was. Uh, it was, a, it was a 12, 12 and a half watt, I want to say it was. It was listed on um, the new laser machine that they have from uh, Open Builds. And it was like $1,200 for a diode laser. And I don't think that that would even have, I don't think that that would even cut Dollar Tree foam board. So you got to have a CO2 laser. I mean, that's what uh, the FT guys use. They have some, they have some big laser cutters that they use for cutting their Dollar Tree foam board. And I'm I'm not, by far, guys, I am not an expert when it comes to the laser. Um, I know that my little two and a half watt for 80 some bucks, it does not cut Dollar Tree foam board. There's no way. And even when I cut poster board, it's a matter of color. I can't cut white poster board very well. I have to go over it quite a few times and even then it's got burned edges. Um, if I change the color of the poster board, if I do like a dark blue or a black, I can cut that stuff just fine. And I make a lot of paint templates for my planes, uh, with that, with a dark color, but laser is, a. Uh, if you're going to pay 80 bucks for a laser and it's actually going to cut your foam, sure. Why not? That's worth it. But you can go ahead and pay 80 bucks and put a spindle on it and you actually will cut your, cut your foam like you need to do you need a lot more to be able to cut dollar tree foam board and you're going to pay a lot more money for a laser for that so 
Uh, like I said, I'm no expert. I can only tell you what I've what I've come across and see. the The spindle motor is by far, I think, probably the most. It, it has to be probably the most cost effective way to be able to mill out your foam for your planes. Yeah. So. What's What's the guy from Mesa RC? What's his name? Somebody help me. Oh, um, Jake uh, Marshall. Yeah, Jake Marshall. Yeah, I heard him quote one time: "You need 40 watts of laser to cut through the archery foam board." So, I mean, that's, you know, and everybody, like Todd said, everybody, we've had two different rascal posts, uh, and somewhere on both those rascal posts, people were asking about lasers. Can you put one on the rascal? Absolutely. Are we going to support it? Probably not. It's just, it's too much money. And that's the thing too. I mean, it's, we're giving you, we're giving the community the machine. Here you go. Here's the design. Here's the build list. Let's go ahead and build it, and you know, well, let's all work together to go ahead and make this machine, um, make the machine good. You know, if you guys have improvements and stuff like that, please share it with the community. But um, you know, if you guys build a plane, please share it with the community. Put it out there for everyone to be able to, you know, work on it and do what we got to do. And don't but, get offended when they change your design. Yes, that's <laughs> because it's their plane at that point. When you release something to the community and you give it away for free, it's not yours anymore. Learn that first thing. Don't get upset yep. when somebody shortens your wings or takes your vertical stabilizers off or the front end that you spend hours designing, they go, they do something different. Don't get upset with that because everybody's having their own fun, doing their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not going to be hurt when the rascal's out there and somebody changes something on it. Not going to be hurt at all. No, we're giving please. we're we're pleased by all means. We're giving you the base machine. This is what we found that works, and take it from there. Um, we just ask you to please share. Yeah, please share it. And you know, you guys want to fit a laser onto it? Yeah, by all means, share it with the rest of the community. You know, if you can find a way to make that little five watt diode laser work and not break the bank trying to be able to buy it and be able to make it work, then share it. Exactly. That's all we ask. You know, put it out there. Yeah. Yeah, we hope all our listeners are actually, uh, uh, you know, really into this and uh, want to do that. I know this community is pretty good about sharing stuff, so I don't think there'll be a problem on that end of it by any means. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't think there was ever going to be an issue with that, but um, we're all we're all pretty open. Uh, yeah. You know, as far as the community, so about giving our stuff out and uh, helping other people. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's that's cool. one of the best things about this community is the fact that I mean they share almost everything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, Pat dropped out on us again because his computer froze up. He'll be back. Oh, I thought very he good. Plugged it back in. <laughs> <laughs> he he probably yeah he probably turned off the uh, power strip or something. Probably something along the way. <laughs> but the, that's the thing that's here with the with the with the rascals the flexibility i mean it is a flexible machine and mm-hmm. um it can it can really go a lot of different ways i'm kevin and i both are very excited to see what the community will do with this once it gets out there and everyone else gets their hands onto it unofficially november 1st november 1st unofficially mm-hmm. now, please forgive us if, if if it takes us an extra week but that's we what we're shooting for. We think we can make it November first happen. So awesome, awesome. It'd be, That's great. It'll be it'll be in time for you to have to get it before Christmas. 
it'll be in time for, uh, you know, if you are a uh, 14-year-old uh, and you're getting Christmas money, it'll be in time for that. You know, you want to put one of these together in your basement or whatever. Yeah. That's awesome. If you're a 44-year-old and you and it, you get Christmas money or your wife's looking for something to buy you for Christmas, just give her the build list. You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. Or a 54-year-old that needs something good for Christmas. Right. There you go. Absolutely. I got uh, one of the guys in my club. He's a sun, uh, sign maker, him and his wife. They've been cutting stuff out by hand for the longest time. And I told him about the rascal, and he is drooling. He, he <laughs> I wants bet so. It. He wants it. He wants it bad because he's. I've done a lot of. Uh, I've done a lot of engraving for him on some of his signs and some of the stuff he's made. And yeah. uh, let me tell you, he's just. He's in awe. It, here, here's the other thing too. That's really super cool. Kevin, how many times do you start your machine and just stand there and watch it work? All the time. I do it all the time. <laughs> I'll, I'll sit there. I'll drink. Watch. Sit there and go. I mean, it's just it's. It's it's a, it is a lot of fun. It really and, is. And a lot of times it's because I know I programmed this curve or this line, right? And you can see it on a computer, but what's it look like in reality? And then you watch right. it happen in front and you go, That's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, oh yeah, it is cool. To be able to take something from the computer screen, again, I will reference Dan's little rascal logo here. Yeah. Uh, to be able to take something from the computer screen where it's like we're all like, Yeah, this is awesome. You know, today when I went ahead and I made this thing, I mean, it was just like I got it in my hand and I was like, that is just the coolest thing. I was still grinning like a fool. I shared it on our little group. I'm like, hey, Dan, look what I got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, yeah. that got modeled up on Friday afternoon. Yeah. How, many miles, how many miles away do you guys live from each other? Uh, I'm in Michigan. What are you? You got to be what? Probably 800 miles away. Uh, you're in Michigan. I'm in Wisconsin. So Wisconsin. I suppose if you go around the lake, maybe. Not yeah. Probably. 800 though okay but but if you... so, so 500 miles by the way the crow flies right so in three days 500 miles apart one guy had an idea another guy built it 500 miles away yep that's pretty awesome that's right that's the and that's the that's the best thing about this that it really is the best thing about this whether it's you know hey here's the g-code or whether hey here's the here's the plan for it or here's the idea for it and be mm -hmm. able to take it and turn it actually into something physical is uh, is a huge thing, and of course we're all we're all used to that now because of 3D printing, right? But um, you know, try to 3D print that. I, I don't know if that'll fit on a 3D printer bed. Well, it depends <laughs> on the printer that you have. Some of them will, but you're going to pay quite a bit of money. Yeah, I was going to say that you're going to spend gonna more than 475 dollars. Right. <laughs> that printer is going to cost more than the rascal is going to cost just to get the printer to to print that out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it, a good point, though, too. I mean, 3D printers are also part of, you know, growing part of this hobby now, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I bought a really cheap Chinese knockoff 3D printer, you know, almost eight months ago now. So I'm thinking, you know, if you can put together a DIY oh, printer kit, you can put together a CNC machine. And I didn't have any real experience with building machines before I got my 3D printer. And that was. Uh, it was a really fun and rewarding experience, and I'm really glad that I did it. So now, I, you know, building off that confidence, I'm pretty comfortable with uh, diving into building the CNC machine. Yeah, the, my 3D printer was secondary to my CNC. My CNC was my first project. 
uh, of that. I, I always, ever since I started building model airplanes when I was a kid, I always wanted to have, I always make sure that I have some sort of a winter project, a decent sized winter project. And um, I went from an airplane I was really looking at, I wanted to get a decathlon. And I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to pass on the decathlon and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to build the Oxy and C machine. And uh, man, I am thankful every time I sit down and use that thing. I'm thankful that I did that because it's just so rewarding to have. It's awesome. It's great. It's a great tool. It's awesome. That's fantastic. It is. So, so what else um, that you guys got going on? Anything that you can talk about? <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't have too much going on i'm starting a new job tomorrow oh i saw that yeah yep yeah. um it was kind of it was uh it was a it was took a few months to get into this place but i got in and i'm excited i should have more time i shouldn't be working 60 hours a week i should only be working 40 hours a week and uh i don't have to drive an hour and a half to get to work i can just find yeah, like my doorstep Five minutes now? Yep. Five minutes from my yeah. doorstep. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. That's for sure. If anybody in the Sarasota, Tampa, Naples area is looking for an industrial coal miner, uh, I'll be looking for a job there in six months in that area. Probably not. There a you lot, go. Not a lot of call for that in Florida, but. Yeah, it's, it's kind of tough digging down there. You got to have scuba gear, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> The old underwater thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, as far as, you know, the CNC is just, I think once people get it and they get it in their hands, I think they see how it actually works. And once they understand it, I think that they're just going to, there's going to be all sorts of crazy ideas. You know, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at, I'm looking at your wall back behind you. You got those Harley signs hanging up and. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I look at that stuff and I'm like, dude, I, I, I made a Harley sign just like that. Not too long ago. And I, you know, I made it for a, a, a buddy of mine, and he's well, got, I've got one. Surprised. He loves it. I've got one that's kind of hidden back there. Hang on just a minute. Let me grab it because I want to. Actually, this was made on a. Uh, it's actually a plasma cutter, but it's a you know a computer driven plasma cutter. Yep. Yep. Hang on a minute. You got to see this thing. Yeah. He's got a nice little like wall of fun back there. I see. Yeah. Oh, look at that. That's something else that you and I were talking about too, Kevin, was the uh, plasma cutter. On a rascal? Well, not on a rascal. Uh, <laughs> on a rascal. That's it. Wood. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Get the fire extinguisher out. Right. You're going to be all good. And, of course, i got to be careful with it because it will, like, stab you to death. But this thing here actually is, uh, it's the, uh, the flames on the tank of my Harley. Okay. And, uh, I gave the guy a picture and he uploaded it into his computer and, you know, of course did a little bit of work and then he, uh, he cut it out on a plasma cutter. That is so cool. That's cool. And powder coated it. And I mean, it's just, it's gorgeous, you know, and, and it's the exact flame job that's on the side of my Harley that I have right now. Uh, when, yeah, you get a rascal, cool. when you get a rascal, you can cut that out of acrylic and then light it up with some LEDs. Absolutely. I'll light it up blue because my, uh, my Harley's silver and blue. So 
Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. But uh, that's something else. That's something else I've done too. I've done a lot of lit signs. I think I posted those probably on my Facebook a while back. You guys may recall. Mm-hmm. I did some of that stuff, and that that's that's a fun project to get into too. Have a nice little lit LED signs. Oh, absolutely! And I could see you making it out of all kinds of stuff. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh look, Patrick's back. Hey, I'm hey, back. Patrick finally hey. made it back. I, I that was quite an adventure there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, at least you made it back, though. Yeah, I had no idea what's going on with this thing. It's uh, it's time to start doing this on a different computer, I think. Hey, you got yourself a nice new CNC computer right there, then. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, I've, I've, go. I've got a couple of those laying around. Don't you worry. Oh, good. You're, <laughs> yeah. you have, you're, you're halfway there already. That's right. Now, I, there was some talk um, about the to totally change directions here the the serial versus usb thing not that i really understand that fully but what what, what's that all about we don't know okay never heard of it (laughs) never heard of it (laughs) no idea what you're talking about um a lot of computers don't have the old the old printer port the old serial port everything's gone to usb USB, Mm -hmm. so um it depends on the controller that you're going to use. If it's going to be a Arduino-based controller, you're going to be using your USB port, and uh, you're going to be using Gerbil, the Gerbil programming code, or you know, a Gerbil standard board, or whatever, whatever they go. And that's where I started. I started off with the Gerbil stuff, and I very quickly I had a lot of problems with it. It was it was hassles. It was a lot of hassles. And I switched over to using Mach 3, uh, okay. which is uh, a software, a controller software. Um, Mach 3, it runs really good. It's very, very stable, and it does exactly what you want it to do. Um, where you have, if you use Gerbil, you're going to fight with it a little bit. It takes a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a learning curve with it. Um, that being said, we'll be using Gerbil on the Rascal. We are going to be using, <laughs> yes. Yes, no, and I and I don't mean to take away from Gerbil because Gerbil has its place. Um, it really, really does. It has its place, and it is cost-effective. And for everyone to be able to hook it up to their newer computers and use the USB port, that's we're going to have to go ahead and use the use the Gerbil side of things. CNC okay. CNC milling has been around for 30, 40 years, mm-hmm. and 30, 40 years ago, the computer of that you would buy would be a Windows XP machine with a uh, LTP one port, a parallel port on the back of it. Mm-hmm. The old, right? For the uh, for everybody that's over thirty, it's the old printer ports, the old yep. wide, twenty-four pin printer port. Mm-hmm. Well, all the CNC controller cards are designed around that. Back in that day, and it's like everything. Not like anything else, they stuck with it because it worked. And they still continue to produce those cards today. You can buy a brand new one every day of the week with an, a, a parallel port on it. Mach 3, as Todd was talking about, is a program that you can, you can use the demo for free. And it, I, I can't remember how many lines you can, you can cut for free, Todd. Is it 200 lines? It's like 200 lines, 250 lines or something like that. For the demo version. More than that, and you got to buy the license. I think the license is 170 bucks. 175 175 dollars for license for that um you know which 
in itself makes the cheapest CNC machine you can build cost ineffective because you're already adding $175 to the software. Okay. On top of that, the, the driver card that we would have recommended would have been $55. Uh, and then you would have had to have come up with a computer probably ha has Windows XP on it and a parallel port. Now, the one that I've got running my machine with, I rescued out of the dumpster at work. <laughs> and I uh, blew it out and, and formatted the drive and put Windows XP back on it. And that's all that computer does is run its CNC machine. Well, you I, I've got one in my basement here that, that yeah. will do that <laughs> just nicely. You don't need a lot of horsepower for CNC. It's real low. Uh, it doesn't use a, a lot of you know, computing power. Uh, but we recognize that those machines are hard to get. You have one in your basement, but a 14-year-old is going to be hard to come across one of those. Right. You know what I mean? So we went the Arduino-based uh, controller. The uh, It's a CNC shield we're going to use. It's three-axis. It has four drivers on it. You can buy that card every day of the week for $12. Okay. Um, that We're going to use Universal G. Unless we find a better alternative, we're going to find Universal G-Code Sender. Uh, for the software that, that pushes the code to the uh, controller. Okay. The other standard that people like to use, or the other program that other people like to use, is a uh, web base. It's called uh, Chili Pepper. It works pretty good. Um, the problem that I had with it is I'm in my garage and I don't have it hooked up to my computer, so I can't really use Chili Pepper. Uh, and that was a while ago. I don't know if they have an offline version of it now or not. I don't know, but um, what you get out, you had to be hooked to the internet to use it. Yeah, yeah, and you'd, exactly. And you'd, have, yeah. you'd have an internet connection in your garage. Yep. And at the time, I didn't have Wi-Fi in the house, so uh, I, I was quite happy, you know, just using Universal G Code Center, put it on my laptop, and basically go with it. So, but. Gerbil, the Gerbil controller boards or the Gerbil CNC boards, the Shield, they're they're all capable. And there's a lot of different types of boards that are out there. Um, Sparks Concepts and Open Builds use a board called XPro. Um, that's what I went with when I first started, and that thing ran. It it ran very well. It did what it needed to do. Um, for anybody that's ever seen any of the videos that I posted on my YouTube channel, that's all stuff with the X Pro. Um, for the first running of my machine, um, once I got it running, it was good. And then I just I just decided after talking to Kevin, I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna switch over to Mach, and I'm gonna go ahead and give that a whirl. And I've I. I'm not looking back, I guess I could say. I'm not looking no. back. Um, but um, for for the Rascal, I think that the the Gerbil board and the Shield is, I think it's a, I think it's a perfect match. I really do. I think it's a perfect cool. match. Awesome. So there's no worry about computer issues. It will hook into anybody's laptop or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Um, I, 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 was... I, I don't know about Apple. I'm not sure how that works with Apple. Any, any Sorry, I'm, Mike. I'm pretty sure any uh, yeah. any, any uh, Windows-based machine. But Okay. Yeah. Any maybe Windows. somebody out there that has more experience with Arduino cards can answer that question. I, I don't know. I've got a desktop and two laptops that run Windows. I'm good. All right. 
rocking and rolling. I, the, the other thing I'm curious about, and I'm wondering if, uh, you know, as this as this winds up growing too with the with the CNC machine with the Rascal, um, and I know my buddy's shop does this all the time. They have a they have a 3D printer and they use Raspberry Pi, and they go ahead and they just they Bluetooth right to it or Wi-Fi right to it, and they send their jobs right to it. And there's a queue. For the for the 3D printer, and they just go ahead and keep rattling stuff off. I'm wondering if something like that could be done with uh, with with the CNC. I actually saw on Unaboard yesterday it had a Wi-Fi card built into it. Really? <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about right there. I want to I, I want to see where this goes. I want to see where this goes. I'm excited. Yeah, it sounds like it ought to be fun. Um, yeah. Go, I'm... Ahead. go ahead. No, I was just going to say I I am definitely excited for it. I... Even more so after talking with you guys, I, I was excited before. I'm really excited now. Yeah, I got a question off of uh, YouTube. It says, what are some of the things to avoid, or some of the common newbie mistakes with the rascal? What do you think? Don't put your hands near the spindle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yep, that's about it. Build straight. Try to build as straight as you can. I mean, that's probably yeah. about it. Take the extra, take the extra time to make sure stuff is square, and the first stuff thing is straight. You need to buy is a square yep. yeah yeah i i can't because I, I can't say so, that enough so a level and a square i would say would be probably the two most important things you could have I'm, right? I'm i'm sure we will address this in the build i'm sure nick will address this in the build but one of the problems we came up with in building the prototype of the rascal is when you buy these aluminum extruded rails from open builds they're not cut square they just lop them off with a, with a, with a chop saw and they're square-ish so when you put this thing together, your axis is not square. So you literally have to find a way to square it up. Uh, and, you know, we're picking our brains trying to, how do you do that? Well, there's a diff there's a bunch of different ways you can do it if you've got the expensive hardware and machinery to do it with. Uh, what we finally came up with was emery cloth on a uh, piece of wood and just sand that angle until it's square. You know, and you literally have to bolt it up to the machine and check it. Unbolt it, sand it. Put it back on the machine, check it, take it off, sand it. It's not a horrible lengthy process, but it does take some time and it takes a little bit of patience. But once you get past that hurdle, that's the hardest part of putting the thing together. Hmm. Everything else is just an erector set. You know what yep. I mean? It's just bolt here, nut there, washer here. You know what I mean? Move on. Bolt here, nut here, washer there. You know, <clears throat> bolt part B to, you know, assembly C. You know what I mean? It's not like it's the build all go pretty pretty easy, I think. Uh, nothing awesome. is overcomplicated. Uh, so you said awesome. some of the specs. Uh, we're using NEMA 23s at 176 ounces, Todd? Is that what they were? 176 ounces of torque, yep. The Z-axis is a NEMA 17 with 84 ounces of torque. Uh, and the reason that it's a smaller motor is because the uh, gear ratio is different on the Z, and we don't need that big motor there. Okay. Um, but it should cut... I haven't done it yet, but it should cut plywood. So, Ooh. nice. Yep. So tell your wife. So, 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 so tell your wife those really fancy uh, curtain boxes she wanted to put around there in the living room. You could build for her now with a CNC machine. Nice. Mm -hmm. So she's on board. There you yep. go. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Well, guys, it's. I, I can't wait. What do you guys have a 
like a date when this thing's going to be done at this you, point. You were or... gone. <laughs> oh, November 1st. <laughs> I know what I'm ordering for my birthday. Parts. Christmas 2020. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. November 1st is our is our launch date. Like I said, awesome. uh, it's that's a soft date. Forgive us if we're for beyond that, but in the foreseeable future, it looks pretty easy to hit November first. So, okay, uh, gotcha. Should be, should be something that works by then. Well, fantastic. Kevin or Todd, one of you guys has to get to work, don't you? I do. I have to go to midnight shift here shortly. Okay, so, okay. Um, so. I think we'll we'll go ahead and start wrapping it up now. Unless you guys, yep. if you guys have anything else you want to add in, please feel free. Yeah, if there's something you guys want to say about you know what you got going on or, or any last words you want to you want to give, um, I'd say go ahead and do that now and and we'll wrap up so you guys can get prepared for whatever you got next. I got I got dinner sitting there on the counter. <laughs> that's, that's all that I have next. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, guys, I appreciate you having us on and letting Absolutely. us talk about our stuff. So. Absolutely. Thank you for, for letting us come on and talk about our nonsense, our our befoolery for. An hour no, and a half. this is not nonsense. Man. No, this, this is, is good uh, stuff, man. Uh, this is yeah. great stuff. And, and, yeah, I've got to apologize too for the time it's taken to get this thing out. Um, I know Kevin's been busy. I've been busy, um, and it's been quite a quite a quite a good thing to have Dan hop on and uh, you know Nick coming on too to help get this stuff all together. I think we got a really good thing for you guys coming up. So. Yeah, we, Nick and I just kept pestering Kevin and Todd enough to to try and get them going on this thing that they just said, well, fine, you keep pestering us where you're going to have to help us out then. Can we shut these guys up already for crying out loud? Yeah, and that's what it was too. Uh, he's not screwing around. <laughs> Where's the rascal coming out? What I'm are we going to I'll build it for crying out loud. Jeez, yeah. just leave me alone. I know. It's, it's been, it has been. It's, it's been, uh, I know for Kevin and I both, I know it's been a challenge to, to get this stuff together and get it out between work and life. This is actually version two of the rascal. Yes. Not, yes. not many people know that. The okay. first version was actually something else. Uh, that would have worked, but would have been harder to build. Would have definitely okay, been harder okay. to build. There is an excellent question out there right now that, that, that I was going to hop on, but since they're already talking about it. So where can everybody find out more? Where is the best place to go to find out when it's coming out, what's going on, you know, all that kind of stuff? There is not so, no such place right now. Well, is there going to be and where? Um... Uh, um. Um. <laughs> well, then, then I'll have a suggestion for we need, you. We need Nick I, here I, really bad. <laughs> well, I, I have a feeling a great place, you know, to start would probably be out at the flight test forums. Yeah, there'll be a forum. I'm sure there'll be a forum post popping up on that. But I, I can also, you know, uh, Facebook group. I would imagine is going to be coming up here, um, to, just to go ahead and get the information out there so people can hop in on that. Um, but um, there, there will be there'll be posts on uh, be posts on flight tests themselves on their on their okay Facebook uh, yeah because yeah. I I do plan on doing an article uh, putting it on on flight perfect flight test articles yeah um, you know, when, when 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 we're ready to release you know there'll be an article and there all the videos will be listed and they'll be easy to get to and uh, I think Nick has got some I don't want to speak out of turn for Nick but he had mentioned something about uh, he has a a spot on nerdnick.com 
already dedicated. Netflix oh, good. Good. Um, as far as, uh, you know, resources and, uh, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, and, I, and I'll offer up right now that we can at least put, you know, a link or two out on our website once you guys get it going to ship it out, you know, to, to, to link it over to wherever you guys end up. So, yeah, and that, you know, that's the thing. We've been so focused on getting the thing done. <laughs> we haven't. Like, oh, yeah, we should. How are we going to get this to people? You know, <laughs> so, sometimes we still have time to build ours. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Sometime. Maybe. But uh, yeah, so we'll we'll in in the in the upcoming months here we'll we'll have a place for information to go out and uh, for people to be able to share some info. So, but well, yeah, so the it, best places to start will probably be the, probably be the the FT forums. Okay, good. And and once you know, once you guys do find out, and we find out it's released, we'll make sure that we uh, we pimp you guys on our on our podcast as well. So, Sweet. and we'll do that. We'll do that, no charge, no nothing, you know, other than maybe cutting the part out once in a while until we get ours. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's all about the technical service. It's all about There support. you go. <laughs> no, you know, with, with that being said, I, I think I speak for Todd that we are available to help people with their problems. Um, that being said, remember that we have lives and families and jobs. <laughs> And we're not at your beck and call every minute of every day, but we'd be more than happy to help you the best we can uh, as often and as available as we can. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we've decided you know, a long time ago that, that we're going to say that you know, here, here's the rascal and we're happy to help you uh, with the rascal and put it together. And anything you do outside the rascal, we're more than happy to give you our opinion or if we can help you figure it out, we we may do that but don't put a rascal together and decide you want to put a 40 watt laser on it and expect me to tell you how to hook it up <laughs> i don't know how to hook it up and uh, but if you figure out how to hook it up share it with me let everybody else know yeah. so they know how to do it as well <laughs> right exactly <laughs> no but like i said there will be there'll be videos about you know programming and g code and how to you know set the machine up and how to use the machine is probably a, a, a couple, you know, big videos, you know what I mean? And, you know, outside of us, there's a lot of videos on YouTube about CNC. Uh, one of the programs that we just ran to, I say we ran to, I got forced into was Fusion 360. That is the, uh, Dan, could, yeah, Dan could probably uh, speak on that a little more. Uh, but uh, basically that's Autodesk's new, uh, new development. They have a, uh, it's, I don't know, correct me, Dan, is it? An online thing because you can use it. It kind of online, is. Um, it's kind of connected. You download online. and install the software on your machine, but it's um, hosted on the cloud, so all all your files and stuff are stored in the cloud. Um, but it really is kind of a next generation 3D CAD modeling program, and more because, as Kevin can attest, he's already starting to do some of his CNC programming directly from models in Fusion 360. So it also has um, CAM capabilities. Um, there's analysis capabilities. There's all kinds of stuff in Fusion that you can do. And people are starting to migrate to it for um, 3D printing as well. So I use it um, to model for 3D printing and to be modeling some of the components for the Rascal in there um, and whatnot. But it's free for... Um, for uh, startup and hobby use too. So that's another added benefit for the people that are trying to watch their pennies as well. Mm -hmm. 
but it's Absolutely. a very powerful uh, tool. Uh, in fact, it's overwhelming. It's so powerful. It has. Uh, I'm still learning it. I'm no professional by any means, but what I've used already, I can tell that it's going to be very useful. And I still have to do quite a bit of learning to get up to speed with it. Yep. Uh, that being said, yeah. I still I still think that SketchUp and SketchuCam is the best airplane CAD uh, device right now. Because yeah, I don't know that I would go out and recommend trying to learn Fusion to do uh, foam board model yeah. airplane design. Can you do it? Probably. Is it going to be the easiest tool to use for that? Probably not. We, we, we touched on, uh, Todd touched on Flat Boys once before. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Flat Boys uh, projects. Um, yeah, I've heard of them. I don't know how long ago this went on, uh, but at some point, uh, some people decided they were going to do what we're doing. They were going to create a CNC machine to cut foam airplanes out with and sell it to the public. It was more like a vinyl cutter. It literally sucked the foam in and, and, and cut it and extracted it out. It, it The gantry didn't move. It was a fixed gantry, and it literally moved the material back and forth to cut the foam. Hmm. And that was a Flat Boys hmm. project. Uh, they came up with their own uh, software to create the G-code for that. And at the time, it was very limited. Uh, well, over time, it grew and grew and grew and became, you know, had more flexibility and more usefulness to it. And then I'm really not sure the transition, but a fella, uh, he's in South Africa, I think, actually took over the project. And uh, it's called SketchuCam. And it's a free plug-in for SketchUp. But it comes from the roots of foam airplanes. It's designed to cut out foam airplanes. So when you cut, you know, 50% core cuts and you cut inside circles and outside circles, it's as simple as, all right, make this line an inside cut, 50% score cut. Make this line a 100% score cut. Uh, it's that simple. Uh, it's really easy to use. It works really, really well. I've been using it for a couple of years now, and it's free. And he upgrades it. He, he uh, updates it frequently. Probably every six or eight months, he, he updates it. So, yeah, you have to, to get it, you have to go on the Fat Boys forum and register there. And they don't send you spam mail or junk mail. There's no you know, hidden hooks or, or anything like that to it. They just, for whatever reason, they want you to register with them and you download the software and you use it. Um, that being said, there's more than one way to sneak at. You know, I know some of them, I think the, uh, what are the uh, uh, mostly printed guys using? Using easel, Todd? Yeah, they use easel, yeah. They're using easel. And I don't know anything about easel. I never even opened it other than I know that they're using that. I think that's, it's not XCARB's program, is it? Yeah, I think that's the XCAR program they use quite a bit is Diesel. It's I think it's the XCAR program, and it's a free it's a free download also. And maybe you want to go that route, you know. I mean, there like I said, there's more and more ways to get cat, and we're and we keep saying it. We're actually anxious to see where this goes. A year from now, we want to say, "Wow, look at that!" You know, look where what where this has bloomed into. So, well, I think you're going to see that. I, I, I really too. do. I I hope so too. Um, and if I can contribute anything. Absolutely, I will because I am planning on trying to build one of these suckers, so, and I'm really excited about it. Well, we're definitely going to be looking for people to help us along the way. You know, I mean, essentially, that's what we. You know, it's a pyramid scheme, right? You right. buy into it, and eventually, someone buys it off of you, right? So, right. you know, you know, 
it's two o'clock in the morning and somebody posts on Facebook, hey, I can't I can't find my zero, whatever. I'm not there, Todd's not there, Dan's not there, but you happen to pick it up and you can help him, you know. Hopefully and I, the way the community already is with everything else, I don't foresee that being a problem. I I, I really think that's gonna be more people helping more people until there's a, a plethora of people to help people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I definitely see that happening. I mean, the, the way this community is and the way the way it expands and, and, and grows constantly, um, I, I, I see that that help being there very quickly for you guys. And I'm really excited to see just how quickly it, it explodes because I think it will. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I'm ready. I'm hoping so. All right. You're done, well, I, I, I think so, man. I think you guys got a good thing going, and, and, and I'm excited for you guys and, and for the community as well because, I, you know, like I said, I know how this community is, and, and uh, you guys have been part of that community for a long time. So, um, And you've got a heck of a team. You know, you got you got Dan Spawn's holes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, and you got Nerd Nick, too. That's never so. going to go away. Hey, go no, it's go never going to go away, dude. Go I take that's what I say. Yeah, that's that's all Pat's doing, but uh, but you got yeah. Nerd Nick as well, and 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 I think you guys are just gonna you know just gonna tear it up, and and I think in a year's time you're gonna be surprised. People are probably gonna teach you a lot about it. I hope so. I, I, I really do. I hope so too. Yeah. I hope, I, I hope I am schooled at the end of this. I really do. I'm just looking forward to not having to print out any of my own plans anymore and tape them together. Yeah. <laughs> Amen, you and Keegan both. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. Be nice well, we so might actually be able to get the intruder out there, Dan. Hey, hey. Oh, no. We might be able to get the intruder. That is also something I'm planning on getting out this winter. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Hopefully the rascal will help. Yes. Yep. It'll definitely help with the iterations of prototypes for sure. Yep. It, that, well, I, that, that's the reason I built the Raiden the way I did. I would never be able to do it without having the CNC machine. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thank yeah, you so it. much for being on. Um, I'm Again, I, I'm really, really excited for this, and I, I am excited to get my parts list and start piecing this thing together. Uh, so please, you know, Get to work, for God's sake. It's still <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Slave driver, you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's it. That'll, that'll learn him. Oh, get to work. That'll teach Speaking him. about work. That'll teach him. Yep, Go get on. to work. I'm out. He didn't want a response to that at all. <laughs> I drop okay, right well, I guess I'll wrap this up for Pat since he's already gone. I'm sure he'll try to come back in. But, uh, but guys, thanks so much. Um, I know the community is going to thank you for everything that you guys are doing and, uh, please let us know when this thing comes out. So we, you know, and give us all the links and everything, cause we'll make sure to put it out there and we we'll plug you, you know, um, we'll probably plug you two or three times, uh, you know, throughout our podcasts once it's out. Um, so we can try to push it and get, uh, some Christmas stuff going on for you guys. Very so, nice. Very nice. Yeah, absolutely, uh, man. Please. If you, uh, if you're going to build a rascal, uh, share pictures. Uh, we'd like to see what you're doing. We would like to see uh, ideas. Uh, you know, uh, if you've got a better way to skin a cat, we'd love to hear it. Uh, if you find uh, build materials cheaper somewhere else, we'd love to hear it. Share it with the community. Uh, I'd love to see us knock forty or fifty dollars off the price of this thing at the end of it. I really would. Yep. Uh, we'd love to see you paint it. You know, the parts are wooden. By all means, throw some paint on the thing. 
we'd love to see what colors you do and and you know uh what you do with the wiring and you know because this community is so vast and so broad now there are so many people from different facets of life that have different skills or have access to different things that's the like that's the part we're excited about see where it goes so please post post frequent post often uh you know show us what you're doing and once you got built show us what you're building you know show us the airplane you cut out hey look i designed that you know you know an art of art too yeah show us <laughs> share we want everybody to share absolutely absolutely yeah well and said guys thank you thank thank you to all four of you guys involved for putting in all of the hard work that you had to simply bring this to people like us i mean it's it says so much about you guys and a lot about the community that you're doing it for so thank you thank yep. you thank you yeah, thank yep. you thank you and thank you oh, no no thank you <laughs> no, no, no no thank, thank you no, no, i insist i insist <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, again, thanks. Thanks for uh, coming on, uh, Dan, Kevin, Todd, um, Pat. Great seeing you. And sorry we missed Joel. Um, to everyone, um, be safe out there and blue skies. Take care. Flight Test Community Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.